And I was waiting for God for so long to move on my behalf, right? Like, just fight for me, move, move, move. And many times I really heard him saying, like, I'm waiting on you, beloved. Like, I've done it, right? I'm waiting on you. Trust me and step out. Hey friends, I'm Ryan Channel, a grateful believer in Jesus Christ, encouraging other women to seek and know God and grow a deeper relationship with Him. Welcome to Wellness and the Word, a podcast helping Christian women create ultimate mental and physical wellness through meditating on God's Word to renew our minds, learning how to apply His truth to our lives, and taking care of our bodies the way He intends us to. My love for Jesus and my passion for wellness as a holistic health coach collide in this podcast that shares the gospel. Gospel literally means good news, friends. Don't we need more of that in today's world? I believe we all have a God-shaped hole in our hearts, and I want to point you to the only one who can fill it. Come join me and be encouraged as we chat about God's love and how to take care of you. Hey friends, welcome to Wellness in the Word. Happy Testimony Tuesday, one of my favorite days of the whole week because I just love hearing people's testimonies, their love stories with God and how God works in all of our lives in unique ways and He will always be there. He will always be trying to find a way to us. We just have to open our eyes. And today you are in for a real treat because my friend Miranda Wendler is here today And Miranda is just a gift. She has a gift and she is a gift. Miranda is a wife to Fred and mom to four world changers, ages 19, 7, 6, and 4. Miranda is passionate about healing from the inside, normalizing spiritual breakthrough, yes and amen to that, and raising world changers while navigating homeschooling and life. At 12 years old, her eyes were opened to the unseen realm after reading a book by Frank Peretti, This Present Darkness. And since then, through many ups and downs, she has been on a journey of partnering with heaven to receive all that Jesus died for. Yes. Recently, she started coaching open and teachable women who are wanting their own breakthrough. I am one of those women, and I'm so blessed to know Miranda, to work with her, and to just really partner with her and God to bring more light to the world and to bring more of heaven to earth because Lord knows we need that right now. So enjoy this beautiful candid conversation between Miranda and I. Well, hello, Miranda. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm so excited to have you. Hi, me too. I'm so excited. So we're just going to jump right in and learn some about you. So where does your story begin? Okay. So my story begins sitting on a church pew, actually, at three years old. I knew it was time to accept Jesus into my heart, my little three-year-old self. And at that time, I didn't realize that my family was about to go through a divorce at age 12. So fast forward, age 12, my foundation super rocked. <clears throat> so I always had this knowing that God was with me and not so much for me, but with me, that makes sense. I just had this unhealthy fear of him for various reasons. And I basically thought religion was okay. Okay, great. I accepted Jesus and God is this distant father. Wow. So many things already three years old, how awesome and adorable. And I just love it. And it just reminds me that our kids are never too young to be ready to take that step of faith and how awesome and exciting for 
for you at that age and for our kids when they get to make that decision. I love it. And then that we fast forward to age 12 and there's this huge moment in your life, this life-changing moment when we need God all the more in those life-changing moments, my gosh. And then I also thought it was interesting that you said you knew God was with you, but not necessarily for you. And wow, what a, a difference that can be because we can believe in God. We can believe that he's with us, but when we know that he's for us, what a huge shift in our hearts and in our minds and in our walk with God. Mm -hmm. That is so powerful. Yeah. I'm already getting emotional. So obviously you have like a ministry and you're calling in your life because the voice I'm like, well, here we go. We're going back to the history of me and God. And I'm already like choked up. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's so powerful and beautiful though, to, to go back to that space and just reflect. So I love, I love hearing people's testimonies and I love when God is just, and Holy spirit is just so present when we're having these conversations. So what was the turning point in your relationship with God? Yeah, I was trapped. Really, I was trapped in religion without a relationship for so long. Um, I didn't know what I basically, you don't know what you don't know, right? So I didn't know that I was to let love in and that grace and mercy was for me, Miranda, personally. Uh, what I believed didn't really penetrate my heart until many, many, many painful decisions and situations left me broken and wandering. I like to say, but God, dun, dun, dun. around 25 years old, I walked into a church held in a school auditorium. I saw my eyes, saw the hopeless accepted, the businessmen and women accepted, the children, all people, all types of people were welcome. And I felt Holy Spirit maybe for the first time, but I'm not sure because it's so long ago. And I didn't have words for it then, but I felt something start to heal my broken heart. And it, it was like, Jesus was knocking at the door of my heart and being like, can I come in? Can we do this together? And I, at that point had nothing to lose. It was so much brokenness, a pile and puddle of it. And I let Jesus in, I let Holy Spirit in. So slowly but surely, my religious frame started cracking and like that slow, like when the ice cracks, you know, we have a lot of ice up here in Wisconsin, it kind of started cracking and all of a sudden, boom, frames started shattering. And so now fast forward, to, I'm walking in relationship with Papa God, Jesus and Holy Spirit, and I seek out and partner with heaven and he continually makes me new from the inside out. Mm, so good. So beautiful. I just have like this this warm feeling, like my heart's beating fast, just hearing this story, because it's so, it's so beautiful. And it makes me emotional too, how important it is for us to have that personal relationship. And like you said, you don't know what you don't know. So many of us just walk in religion and that's what we're taught. And I think just as humans and as a society, like you got to follow the rules, right? We're just kind of used to that being the flow of things. And I just love hearing that we get to walk in a personal relationship with God. And until you do that, until you really know that and welcome that in, you know, he's knocking on all of our hearts all the time. Like you said, on the door of our hearts, until you really let him in, you turn to him and you grab his hand and walk with him. You just, you can't know. And I just pray that over everybody that they would, if they feel that, that pull on their heart, that they would just, open the door and let him in because 
like you said, but God, I'd love that too. But God, because life is madness and crazy. And we all go through different seasons of hard and brokenness, but God, he can pull us out of that. Like when we get to know God, Jesus, and Holy Spirit, we are so lucky because even in the darkest times, even in the hard, difficult parts of our life, we have him to carry us through. And we are so, so lucky. Amen. So Miranda, you talked about just being in a broken season of your life. Would you mind sharing more about that with us? Yeah, of course. Um, I feel like questions unlock, <laughs> unlock the past, right? And unlock trauma, uh, like sharing. So I love that the, your questions, especially the anointing on your voice starts unlocking things for me. So I'm just going to share what comes to mind. Um, I feel like I didn't, re- again, I didn't realize it. I swear it's like the model. Of my life. I didn't know, but now I know um, that I was just, I experienced like multiple traumas. And at the time of experiencing and going through multiple traumas after trauma, like parents divorce, not to mention childhood, the things in my childhood, um, the father, my father, mother having their own stuff from their previous generation. And then not to mention their mom and dad stuff, but then their own brokenness being projected onto me and my sister and forgiven them and moved on. It's something God really was asking me to forgive them and move on. But then there was other military traumas. So at 12 years old, my parents were divorced and I really found and sought out addiction, like smoking, whatever in high school, I really sought out addiction because of my broken heart. And because of my hurt, I knew going to that stuff. I just knew it must've been spirit or something. Like, I know I'm not supposed to be doing this. Like my, my body, I knew is a temple of the Holy Spirit at 12, 13, 14. But I was, it was so, it was so um, painful. I want, I needed to numb, numb out. And I just started learning addiction and numbing out and choosing a different way, the wrong way. And at the time it was like, I knew it was in rebellion. Even the music I listened to opened the doors, just, oof, you name gangster rap, right? Some of it still, I'm still trying to cleanse out of my brain. Oh my goodness. But anyway, so we go fast forward to the military. Okay. And here at 18, I choose to, I don't like myself. I don't like high school. I definitely ain't going to like college. And I didn't know. Um, how I realized how broken I was. And I didn't realize there was hope for me. Actually, I was just like beat down. And I actually remember in high school, something that's coming to mind. I didn't understand the spirit realm back in high school. I knew God was with me, not so much for me, but I also knew light and darkness. But I remember right now it's coming to mind is these girls who they must've been, I don't know if they were practicing witches or they were just in the darkness. They would come down the hall and I was a new student. I went from a school of 300 to 3000 children, high school, 3000 kids. And they'd come down and like hiss at me and like say they were going to kill me. And I just remember being like, what? And I swear I already was in fear, but then all of a sudden it was like the enemy saying, you better be fearful. You better be, you ain't going to amount to nothing anyway. And these older seniors would like a hiss and in the so I was just like oh lord I think someone pushed me down right now in the vending machine room and I remember pushing him down that's coming to mind pushing me down and I was just like it kept kind of beating into the same message right I'm nothing I'm worthless I'm my life is trauma my life is chaos and I can't get out of this pattern and not to mention let me compare myself to everyone else and so I remember a few years later God showing me like hello that was spiritual warfare and I didn't have the words for it at the time. So fast forward, I joined the military and well, what do you know, become a military police and um, ended up having traumas and traumas on that. And I can go into whatever you feel like asking, but there was just 
the military itself is intense and I am a proud veteran and I honor our veterans. Okay, thank you for any veterans watching, especially female veterans. It ain't no joke what happens, right? This nurturing, if you have any nurturing in you, it's basically formed out of you or shaped out of you. And you become this machine to that, you know, seek and destroy machine. And all of a sudden I was losing whatever Miranda that I had left. I was losing her. And so there was things I went to Korea, my first duty station. There were things that happened over there. That was just a very interesting place where nuclear weapons are, you know, pointed at your head. And I'm, so we're 18, 19, and I'm going into major trauma, not to mention disassociation of like, okay, we could die any minute. Crap, you know, great. What's going on? But I knew God was with me. And that was so interesting where I'd call my mom and be like, mom, I know we're this many miles away. I was shy and shocked about that. And please pray for me. I swear the enemy's out to get me. And so I didn't know enough to like stay away from addictions and do whatever, or I knew enough, but I didn't choose to, but I knew mom, just pray for me. I need God to heal, like to save me over here. And then fast forward to just an unhealthy marriage and it's super unhealthy marriage. And by that time, I guess God was not, I felt God calling like beloved. I'm always here when you fall and you're going to get back up because you're a warrior and you're a survivor. I'm always here. And I, so I kind of had like, I knew that cushion was going to be there one day, but I definitely didn't hit rock bottom. Um, after a broken, broken divorce, um, a first marriage, a broken first marriage and a divorce, I found myself with one other um, boyfriend. I just sought out love in all the wrong places, you know, all the wrong places. And after that, I felt like God saying, you know, it's time, it's time to come back to me. And I turned to the Lord in that right in that place where I started with my testimony a few minutes ago. And he was like, I want everything. I want everything of yours, not in a pulling father way, like a can you, will you give me everything so I can make something of this mess? And I was like, you get everything and I'm not getting married again until you pick my husband. And I would like you to, I'm saving myself for my second marriage. And it was about 10 years later, God brought the man into my life. So if any of that resonates with anyone, that's what I felt like to share. Oh, thank you so much for sharing. No, it was so, so good. And what a reminder of like the sacrifice that our military goes through and we can we all kind of know that but just to hear even more in depth about and really just a service level of what you shared about what you go through and how you kind of have to lose that nurturing side of you to just survive like wow ugh, just all the prayers for our military and thank you so much for your service Miranda and I also oh my, I had so much to say there but at the end when you were talking about you were like God you're picking my next husband and you waited 10 years and how I just want to say how amazing that is that because so often as humans, we want to rush it and we want to say, Oh, maybe this, maybe this is what God has for me. We're all, we're just trying to do it on our own, but you can hear from God and he will point you in the right direction. And I, I know that about you. I see that in you, that you are, are listening to God and you are just going after him and his voice only. And even a 10 year wait, you were obedient. And that is just so incredibly amazing. So how long have you and your husband been together now? Yeah, about eight years now. And, you know, I, I prayed like, Lord, bring us together when we're ready. And I probably should have prayed like, bring us together when our junk is dealt with. But he brought us together at the right time, because I was like, about ready to jump ship, like say, hey, 
it ain't happening. So I'm going to go do it myself after so many even tries. It was, I waited, but it's not like I was like looking like, okay, what about that one? And God just had me in this bubble. And it was just this sovereign protection where like nobody even, you know, there was maybe, maybe a, a date being asked of me. And I knew, you know, I'm like, I'm not that way. You know, I'm not, there's nothing that wrong with me, but <laughs> I felt like he was really preserving me because my word. And he's like, I, he keeps his word. Thank you for keeping your word, Lord. And so when we got together, it was then, then it was time to take this next pass of changing and shifting. Like, are we going to allow what's going on in our generations <clears throat> to stay in our generations? Or are we going to take a stand? But with two broken people coming together, like I was whole as the whole as I could be with without I you know without me having to wait any longer but when God brought us together it took a couple years for then um even just more stuff to come to the surface in my life and for us to both seek freedom because God's like two generations are colliding and are you going to serve me or are you going to keep continue like serving in a way like biblical the idols well I shouldn't even biblical idols we had idols in our line and it was almost like wow I'm really glad I looking back had this season of singleness lots of seasons of singleness to really at least heal what I could, me and God could heal. And then, you know, someone else gets brought in your life and you're like, oh boy. So together we faced like, whoa, giants, but God, again, only God, really. So figures. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Wow. That's awesome. And just the, the fact that you guys did the work, because when you bring two people together, it's always so much you know, your own traumas and then together people can clash. Right. And just the fact when people are willing to do the work and get through that and go after God, he's always going to be there to carry you through that. And I just love that story of your obedience and waiting. And then you and your husband, both just having that obedience to go after God and do it his way and not the worldly way and, and just break those generational curses. Amen. Amen. Awesome. So how have you changed in the past five years? Well, I'll say that I'm understanding my authority in Christ more and in a more humble, but really powerful way. Humility, I think is key in my life. At least it's the key where the cloak of humility, Miranda, stay humble. Let my power work through you. Um, I have a more sound mind now. I was stuck in many areas in my life, like I shared due to multiple traumas and life circumstances. And I did not have the skill sets and tool sets to pull my life back together. So really I cried out to the Lord a few years back and he brought me to a spiritual breakthrough coach that really helped me make sense of the pain in my life, the piles, I should say, of you know, stuff around me being like, what is this? Why am I still here? We've already done so much work, Lord, show me. Man, and God is so my redeemer. And I love how he redeemed somebody. Um, somebody recently said how a re the redeemer goes into the situation with you and pulls you out and redeems your life like it never happened. And I was like, Lord, you totally are my redeemer. It brought it to a whole nother level. So she helped me make sense of my life and slowly God and I started building new history together. So the last five years has been really a lot of whew, rebuilding, a lot of inner healing and, and that. Oh, that's amazing. I just love that. And, and I want you to share a little bit more in a, in a few minutes about that spiritual breakthrough piece, because that is your gift. And I'm so lucky to be being coached by Miranda in her spiritual coaching business, which she's going to share with us a little more because truly it has been such a blessing. But what you just said right now 
when you were like working with your coach and looking at the piles and you asked like, why am I still here? Oh my gosh. I'm so glad that you said that because this weekend I was like, God, why am I still here in this situation, in this space? And I'm working through my piles with Miranda. (laughs) So I'm so grateful for you. But uh, how does your family feel about your faith at this point in your life? Oh, thank you, Ryan. That was special. I know I wasn't going to mention the spiritual breakthrough coach. So I'm like, okay, (laughs) we'll see what comes up. We'll see. Um, My husband, children, and I are really walking this road together. Okay. But I really want to um, encourage anyone listening and and those listening, this isn't like, Ooh, everything's perfect here. Okay. I was stuck in comparison comparison for so long because it's like an identity. It's a breach of identity when you compare and it steals. So when you say, when I say my husband, children, and I are walking this road together, this didn't come together like, like butter. This has come, this was like a warring, um, warring for my family. Like me and my household will be saved Lord. And like, I might not see the fruit right now. And I might not like see what I need to see or want to see, but I trust you. Like, I'm not going to be moved by what I see, feel, or hear, but I trust you and I'm only moved by what I believe. So, excuse me. So, but we choose to believe, me and my family choose to believe what God says we are, right? So we partake a fun thing the last year or so. God was like, what about Shabbat? Like, do you, when I, in a Shabbat, okay, I looked that up. I heard about it. I did my research. Um, It's a Jewish tradition that we get to take part in. Um, So we do those celebrations Shabbat every Friday night. And I'll tell you for anybody who has been looking into what is the Jewish tradition, we're grafted in and I might not understand everything. I definitely don't understand everything in the Bible, but when it comes to that, I felt like a presence and I'm going to even say angels joined with our, our Shabbat and, and Friday nights where our peace came, a peace came in another level of peace came into our household. It just rested. And even thinking about it now, it's like, well, we all like yawn. It's funny. We'll yawn and get relaxed at the table. And I'm like, wait, is this good that we're yawning or bad? But it seems to be like a peace coming. And I was like, no, no, I've seen the fruit. I've seen the fruit of this. So Shabbat will do. And um, just like if we we're not perfect, like I said, but when we mess up, we go to each other, right? We go to the person and we make it right in, in um, faith, not like we stink and we're, you know, and then our priority is we try to have our priority be connection versus my need, my right, need to be right, or my right to be right. I'm going to take connection over that. And so will we try to give grace as we continue to learn and grow? Oh, I love that. So practical too. And just being able to reconnect with your family in those ways and having God lead your path. I just, we need more of that. We need more families of God and and parents of God and children of God. So that's just amazing. And you guys are doing an amazing job. So love it. Thank you for sharing that. So what have we not talked about that you'd like to share? Yes. Well, I'd love to talk. So I'm going to try to keep it really brief. (laughs) I don't love to talk all the time, but, but no, I'm just like, how do we help people? Right? Like how does Ryan, how do Ryan and I make the most impact here? Mm -hmm. Um, But what's come to mind is there's hope for the hopeless, right? So I want you just to this to resonate. There's hope for the hopeless. There's healing for the trauma you've endured and that God draws so near to a broken heart. There's power in our yes and obedience surely brings blessings. Obedience brings blessings. It almost looks like obedience and then blessings come. And I was waiting for God 
for so long to move on my behalf, right? Like, just fight for me, move, move, move. And many times I really heard him saying, like, I'm waiting on you, beloved. Like, I've done it, right? I'm waiting on you. Trust me and step out. But here's the thing, fear held me in analysis paralysis for a really long time. And analysis paralysis is saying that lightly, stuck in that moving, stubborn rebellion. Like, I ain't moving, it, it, pain, it's too painful. So fear, I've realized, is costly and more expensive than I even knew. I was like, this is costing me, well, my destiny, basically, right? My identity, my destiny, I could go on and on. But fear is not from God, right? But in my life, maybe this helps somebody, not sure. God will point to that area of fear and say, see that area right there, beloved? That is where I want to heal you and make you whole. That, that is what I want to do only with fear. Other than that, leave it up to me. Step out. And let's take the territory back from the enemy together. Oh, so good, Miranda. I love your words. That is that is something that has really been on my heart too for the last probably six months. It's like, we have to move. God will be there. God will guide us, but we still have to move. We still have to do the work. So don't forget that. You you pray, absolutely, but you still have to do the work and, and, and move. Oh, I just love that so much. And I, I didn't say this when you were talking about your family, but just that, that spiritual piece, it was like the spiritual and practical that you shared with us and your emotions just came through so beautifully because you fought for it and we have to fight for it. And I think that is lacking in our culture and our society these days is like, it's not working. You throw it away. And you can't do that. You have to go to war. You have to fight for your family. And truly, I needed that message today. So thank you so much because it just never ends. Like even if you've been fighting and you've been trying, it doesn't mean that, okay, you know, I've, I've, I've done it enough and that's it. Like the Bible that God tells us, we forgive we forgive if someone the Bible. I literally just read this verse the other day. If someone repents, you, you forgive if they, you know, if they say, sorry, you forgive. Okay. I just went off on tangent. So Miranda, (laughs) where can people connect with you and tell us more about your spiritual brain coaching? Because it truly has just blessed my life so much. Okay. So I'll answer the question in a sec because something came up when you were talking about definitely I used to be the person like cut and run, like this isn't working. I'm out. Um, It was a coping mechanism. It was a protective mechanism and it was a false comfort. I'm using quotes for anybody. False comfort, the false comforter instead of the comforter. And what came to mind, Ryan, as you were talking is something we really put to practice. The Lord just, he's, I, we were, I was literally like, Lord, like this can't keep happening. I was working with my spiritual coach and like you said, the cycle and around it again and again, and she was helping me, but I felt like the Lord led me to, and friends, like appointed and anointed friends and people that loved us and were safe places. I got led to Robert Henderson, courtrooms of heaven. Okay. Because there's something I I understand about the spiritual realm and we don't need to go in deep here, but there's something about when I'm looking around, like, now this is stealing, killing and destroying here. This isn't life and life abundantly. And I kind of, you kind of take notes. I I just took a step back a little and I took the, when I could breathe, right? Because trauma doesn't. mm, mm. So I took a step back and I'm like, okay, let me just take an observatory mode. Like God gave me grace to just observe. And I was looking, I was like, look, we are walking in righteousness before you, Lord. Like we are fighting. We are walking in righteousness. We can't even get a break. And I felt like he's like bloodlines and generations. And I'm like, okay, 
Okay, so Robert Henderson, Courtrooms of Heaven, for anyone listening who needs to see a shift and breakthrough in their life, get around friends who pray for you, have people pray, fasting is wonderful as you are led. There is discipline, spiritual discipline. There's there's spiritual technology we have at our fingertips, especially the blood of Jesus and communion, communion, taking communion. But when it came to these bloodlines things, I had a friend and a little team go, a little team, a very powerful team go in the courtrooms of heaven for us. And I really start, started um, seeing shifts and changes after that, Ryan, because I was like, something has to give. We were at the end breaking breach, like breach in our marriage. I'm talking my second marriage, not my, so I'm talking major pain. And I was like, uh, really God's looking for the family. Like you said, who will be on that mountaintop of family and fight for it. And if it takes cleansing the generations and cleansing the bloodlines and us taking responsibility for what our forefathers did and standing in the gap, I don't even care if I got it wrong. I went balls out, like, boom, we're doing this God. And he like knew, knew, and the enemy's shaking, just like an enemy's shaking right now, hearing these words go out to the listeners within the frequency of my voice. To answer your question, where can people connect with me? Uh, MirandaWendler.com is my website. And love, shout out to Leah for doing my website because I ain't doing none of that. You know what I'm saying? No way technology. Um, and also I have an ebook for Kindle only right now, Powerful Parenting on Amazon. Um, spiritual breakthrough coaching, you'll find that on my website. I love how, love, love. It is my honor to walk women through the things I walk through, the things that they're walking through, where I partner with God and almost like connect their heartstrings with the Father's heart. And we go through this and all of a sudden I help give words like Holy Spirit gets full permission to work through me and he helps give words to the pain that they're walking through. And it's almost like when you can see it, he can heal it. And there's way more to all that. But for now, yes, I love helping women um, do that and walk through as a coach. Oh, and she's the best coach. If you can't tell already, she brings it. <laughs> oh, Miranda, Satan is shaking in his boots. And he always is when you're speaking, sister, truly like you spoke into my life so much right now. I just, everything that you said right there was what I needed to hear. And I'm, I know that it's going to bless so many other people. So thank you so, so much for being obedient to God, for sharing your gift with everybody else, for sharing your testimony here today. You are so amazing. I'm so glad that you're my sister in Christ. And I just adore you so much. Uh, thank you, Ryan. Same here. This is so fun. Thanks for letting me, you know, yeah. share. <laughs> so fun. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Lana Send the Word. May you be blessed and always be a blessing. Bye. Hey friend, if you loved today's episode or connected with something you heard, it would mean the world to me if you would share this podcast with a friend because we need to share more of God's love and light in this world. And that's one way you can do that is by sharing this podcast so they can learn more about God, hear other people's stories and testimonies about their walk with God, and just get his word into their heart today because we need it. And this is a movement. So if you would share this with a friend so they can be encouraged along with us.